Hi, this is Nikita from Niftify, the one-stop shop for all things NFTs. I'm on the edge of NFT, your one-stop shop for excellent intel on the NFT space. Stay tuned. Hey, all you NFT curious listeners. Check out today's episode to learn how our guest has delivered an easy button for creating NFT marketplaces. How Polygon has provided inspiration for setting and crushing big goals at Niftify. And why Navy SEAL training might just end up on our guest bucket list. All this and more on today's episode. Enjoy. And remember, NFTLA is coming March 28th to the 30th. It will be an unforgettable experience featuring the creme de la creme in the NFT space. Head on over to nftla.live to get your tickets as early as possible for best pricing. And if you or someone you know wants to partner with us to co-create this special unforgettable experience, there are still opportunities to get involved, but they are going fast. So please reach out at contact at edgeofnft.com. Welcome to The Edge of NFT with your hosts, Jeff Kelly, Ethan Janney, and Josh Krieger. The podcast that brings you the top 1% of NFTs today and what will stand the test of time. We explore the nuts and bolts and the business side, and also the human element of how NFTs are changing the way we interact with the things we love. This podcast is for the dreamers, disruptors, and doers who are pumped about this ecosystem and driving where it goes next. Today's sponsored Spotlight episode features Nikita Wynn, co-founder and CEO of Niftify a multi-chain platform that enables anyone to create their own fully functional NFT marketplace in just a few minutes without coding or upfront costs required. The platform is one of, if not the first platform to lower the barrier for everyone to take full ownership of their NFTs. Nikita is a driven and proven technology entrepreneur with comprehensive accomplishments leading global business development and partnership. Nikita is an impact player and proven leader in the IT industry, blockchain, and venture capital. Besides leading Niftify, Nikita has been spending a significant amount of time incubating and accelerating blockchain startups around the world. Nikita, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Uh, I'm not sure who wrote it or who said that about me, but that sounds like a lot. Hey, we well, try to uh, we try to deliver on uh, on your background as authentically as we can. So we're, we're very fortunate to have you here on the show today. Yeah, thank yeah, you. and you know it's been great getting to know you in the space over the last few months and and seeing you at all the different events and and learning a little bit more about you. For the benefit of our listeners, let's start from the very beginning. What's the origin story of, of Niftify? How did, how did you decide to uh, take things in this direction? Yes, so um, I get these questions a lot, first of all. I've been in the IT industry for my whole career for the last 13 years and um, started my own blockchain service development company in Vietnam with uh, two other co-founders back in 2016. And we have delivered a lot of blockchain applications for startups all over the world, probably over 100. This couple of years, we started to see a lot of demand in developing NFT marketplace, NFT auction platform, and all things NFTs. So we started to run out of resources. Uh, we have, even though we have over 160 blockchain developers in Hanoi right now, uh, however, we feel like we can't answer all demands in blockchain development. So that's how we came up with an idea of what if we create a platform so that people don't need to do a single line of code anymore, but they will have their NFT marketplace 
that is totally customizable within minutes. So that is the origin story of how we came up with the idea of Niftify. It makes a lot of sense, right? Companies cannot hire developers fast enough and scale fast enough to deal with all the demand. We're at this amazing point of Web3 convergence where people now understand the power of NFTs. But how do you harness all that power in an easy way? So uh, really exciting what you're doing to uh, contribute to the space. Yeah, and let's go deeper on that front. Like, let's talk a little bit about what Niftify is more precisely in terms of features and functions. And, you know, for our audience that's unfamiliar, like, what should they expect if they utilize the platform? Yes. So, um, even though I don't like to say this anymore, uh, but the best way and easiest way for people to understand what Niftify is, is we are the Shopify of the NFTs, which means we provide a ready-to-go platform so anyone without any technical knowledge at all can create their own NFT storefront without coding. Just like if you are a retail seller, you want to have your own e-commerce uh, storefront, then you go to Shopify or you go to you know, eBay or some other platforms um, to do that. And we are that of the NFT space. Even though, you know, Shopify nowadays, um, they are catching up on the NFT space and they're launching the beta program. So we don't like, I, I personally don't like to um, integrate their name into mm-hmm. our building anymore. Uh, but that's, that's the, I think the best way to describe us. Right. And again, it's just, yeah, it's a great, it's a great way to do it and, and totally understood. But there is something to be said for uh, building something from the ground up with crypto blockchain NFTs in mind. There, there's something special about that. We realize building anything is, is, is a challenge. There's roadblocks and there's scaling you know, issues that you run into and all of that. But fundamentally building it uh, with, blockchain in mind is uh, it's something special. And those that succeed will ultimately, I think, eclipse the size of the Shopify's in the world. Yep. Now, mm-hmm. as far as the tools are concerned, so you have a few things in there. I just wanted to elevate in there. So you have all the basics that I guess people would expect, right? So you can integrate with Google Analytics, uh, Facebook Pixel, import NFT collections from other marketplaces. Um, and the transaction fee, I think it was like two and a half percent. Is that correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's been a journey for us since day one um, with a team of uh, over 20 developers for this platform only in Vietnam. Uh, we have released consistently um, every two weeks a new, uh, a few new features, uh, including from the most basic features from signing up, how to sign up. Um, I just got feedback from our real users uh, on Twitter almost every day that uh it it takes them from like 10 to 15 minutes to create an NFT storefront and get it ready to go. That's really impressive. We're not talking wow. about creating one NFT. We're talking about creating an entire <laughs> store for NFTs. Yep. Yes, yes. You know, that's the basic, most basic features. Um, they just need to create with their own email address and then they're able to customize the platform is fully customizable from ip domain so we don't force users to have to use our domain niftify.network but they can customize for example if i think that is the may it may be a good idea for you guys to have the edge of nft store on us you know yeah. and it can be edge of nft dot IO or dot whatever you guys want to name it. Yeah, you know, usually uh, guests wait to after the show to pitch us, but 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 <laughs> we love, love 
we love co-creating and, and we're definitely going to take a look at, at what you're doing. Yes, please. It's completely free. And then we you will it. customize the theme. We're trying to increase a lot of different themes. So people will be free in their creativity of how they want their storefront to look like, how they want to display the items, uh, all the collections, you know, bestsellers or anything. And then, um, yes, uh, like Jeff mentioned, uh, we integrated the platform with some marketing tools because at the end of the day, we charge only 2.5% per every successful transaction. So that means if they don't sell at all, we don't make any money. Yeah, that's really cool. And clearly, you've gone through this customer discovery journey um, that you've learned over the years of building software to try to figure out what's working, what's not in the space. I think it's an interesting time for you to launch something like this because we have this whole year of data around what people have experienced. And, and you know, I think it's it's really interesting. So the question on my mind, of course, which is a question, you know, we've asked when we're looking at different solutions for, for Edge of NFT is like, what about the multi-chain support? Like, what 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 are the features around that? How do, how do you help users decide what chains or a combination of chains to use for their projects? Sure. So f- currently, we are supporting three chains, Ethereum, Polygon, and Binance Smart Chain. And of course, uh, integrating with other chains, including, for example, like Terra, um, Cosmos, um, Harmony, and some other chains that, you know, willing to partner with us is also in our development plan. We are letting um, our own users to make their own choice of which chain they want to use instead of forcing them to use, um, you know, some specific ones like some other platforms. And um, one of the uh, most important factors in this, I think, is the transaction fees, the the gas fees on the chain. And um, so far, I think that uh, a lot of our users have chosen Polygon and Binance Smart Chain to launch their own store. And we don't limit the number of stores that they can launch and which chain they launch on under um, one account. So that's really cool. Just a clarifying question there. Have, have folks asked you to launch on multiple chains or is that capability something that, that matters to you? Is it more focused? You pick a chain and then people can move their NFTs from, to another chain if they want. What, what's been your experience with, with what, what that should look like and, and what, what's that functionality today? Yes. So right now, even though uh, once you create a store on, for example, Ethereum, and then you want your NFTs also on some other chains, uh, you will still have to create another store on that another chain. Um, however, we have received that kind of feedback from our real users, from our 6,000 users right now, that if they could bridge the NFTs from one chain to another, just like you bridge any other ERC-20 token um, right now, because technically it's the same thing. Uh, it's very feasible. So um, we are already working on that feature uh, to create a bridge for people to just bridge their NFTs from one chain to another. You guys are on it. I love the agile development process you're taking. Yes, we do have our um, backbone uh, development roadmap for sure, uh, because we still want to keep the focus of making this platform a very low barrier entry for anyone without any technical expertise um, and money um, at all. 
uh, to try NFT and build their own NFT business. So that's still our main focus. But to make it successful for more and more people, we are very flexible, like you said, on adding more features as well as uh, listening to our users to see how they think of the current features as well as what if we have some new features, how that will help them in their business. Gosh, so many ways, right? We, we talk about this all the time that when the internet really like took hold and, and websites, you know, first started forming, you had to kind of get a consultant to help you build the website. And uh, you had to, not everybody had one. I mean, plenty of businesses that didn't have one, right? And people would look at you like you're a crazy person if you didn't have a website and you had a, a customer facing or a business facing um, operation these days, right? Like hundred percent. And it's amazing that even though NFTs have been around here a few years, but really with it coming into the public consciousness in a big way over the last year, you know, how quickly we're at a spot where brands, public personalities, um, companies really should have some kind of uh, NFT strategy if they were being, you know, really smart about how to think proactively about their roadmap. And, and this, this kind of tool overall, you know, seems like it's a, it's a no brainer for so many people to launch even a basic presence uh, in the world of NFT. So that's really cool. You mentioned it, uh, but I wanted to go a little bit deeper on understanding how, when somebody does come in to build their, you know, their marketplace, how they can craft it and how they can really make it their own. I would love to know more about those features. So like you mentioned, like backgrounds and other things, like what should folks expect when they go in there to, to really uh, put their stamp, their unique uh, brand and, uh, and vision behind the design? Um, yes. So just from the, uh, the look of the uh, front page, for example, when you go ahead and create NFT, uh, Azure NFT marketplace, you use your email address, first of all, to register an account with us. And then it will take you to a setting page where you can customize from the header, either if you know you want to use your logo, whatever logo that you want to use, or your slogan, or a sentence that you want your visitors, your buyers, your collaborators to, to read. And then the body, you can organize in different categories, different collections. For example, you are in the, um, um, sports, and there are so many different sports. You can have basketball, you can have baseball, soccer, football, and then in those different categories, you have different NFTs. And then you can organize, sort it in best collection, newest collection, uh, best sellers, you know, uh, things like that. And then footer, you customize your contact address, uh, information. So that's just the, the front page. And then um, you'll be able to customize your theme too. There are different um, available themes that you can use. And in the future, we'll have more and more APIs so that you have more options in designing your own store. So if there are even like a million users out there, um, they will have a million different looks. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and I mean, if you go, you know, to check it out, you know, for our listeners, you can poke around some of the other stores that are on there and really see, 
how how robust it is, right? So there's a there, there's a simplicity, you know, to it that uh, can help you get up and running very quickly. But there's a series of options that really allows you to make it your own, and that's the best of both worlds. An easy button right. for launching your marketplace. That's amazing. Yes, and uh, that is the uh, the most basic features. But um, besides from that, you're able to customize your own IP domain, right? Uh, HFNFT.io.com, whatever. And even if you decided one domain, you purchase it. But in the future, your business pivot and you want to change it, then you will also be able to change it. And um, I think one of the uh, coolest custom customizations that we just released uh, recently is the custom token. Um, so far, we I think that we are the platform that allows um, the most um, payment methods out there right now. People are able to do transaction in Ethereum, Binance Coin, uh, stable coins, our N1 um, token. But nowadays, um, projects are even able to use their own custom token. For example, if one day you guys decided to launch your own token, then you will also be able to integrate your own token as a payment method in your store. Oh, that's amazing. There could that's be something fun. like that in the works. You never know what our roadmap looks like, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, this is fun, and it, it sort of makes me think about other possibilities down the road in terms of, of what you got cooking. I'm thinking about, like, fiat payment integration and sort of, you know, the metaverse side of things and and sort of some of the more traditional e-commerce features like discount yes. codes and subscriptions. Can uh, Is that on the roadmap as well? Like, uh, how does all that fit in? Yes. Um, who told you about all of that? <laughs> I thought to keep it all a secret, but uh, I'm just joking. Uh, but yes, um, all of that that you're just talking about um, are on our roadmap. Again, to make it as easy as possible for anyone to use the platform however they want is our utmost purpose and mission in building this platform. So uh, even now when you create a uh, an account and create your your store, you receive payment in um, cryptocurrency. So we will still need to connect to uh, a MetaMask account. And um, even uh, that is simple and familiar. It's a simple and familiar process to a lot of crypto users, um, crypto savvy people. Uh, however, it's still uh, something that requires some time to learn to figure out for non-crypto users. So, from you know, from just that simple step, uh, we're trying to change. Um, together with integration with fiat payment, as well as making the minting process um, easier. Because a lot of people still don't understand what minting an NFT means. And like, okay, I uploaded my content on the platform, but has it been minted yet? Uh, how do I know it's minted? And what is minting? What do I need? Uh, do I need to pay any fees? Uh, right now, we have to go through a lot of that kind of questions. And especially, I think, for artists, for people who are not uh, blockchain engineers, they have tons of questions like that. And they just want to know, um, for example, like we have people in the music industry. They ask me, do you know of TuneCore? Right. 
if you are a musician or you are a composer, you must know of that because it's, it's a portal that makes the process of uploading a song to a lot of different platforms, including um, Apple Music, um, uh, Spotify, and all the other platforms, just so simple. Just upload your song and you're done. The next day, you know, your song is already on all those platforms. So we want to make it that easy for them. So integrating with fiat payments as well as making the minting process, uh, payment process, collaborating with other users, um, getting your project out there to communities um, and all that um, easier and easier. So, yeah. And what's the what's the physical merchandise side of all this? Uh, for the physical merchandise, we do have some users that um, are interested. So we do also have requests of having the physical address uh, for buyers when they purchase an NFT so that, you know, it will become a an automatic process for stores that in the future want to tie their NFTs into physical items. There it is. Yeah. So much good stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, gosh, we're in such need for, for this. Uh, I feel like being down at Art Basel uh, here recently, that there's been an explosion of creativity uh, in particular around like the realm of, of digital art and digital creation. As people start to see a path toward monetization for these things, uh, they're spending more time doing it. And, and that's so amazing. And, and this is a really critical piece of the infrastructure what you're building and what you've already built. So kudos. Yeah. Sounds like an amazing, amazing uh, product and uh, excited to jump in there and build out our own marketplace. So obviously there's I mean, thousands of amazing projects out there doing amazing things and really changing the game here for everything and anything in NFTs. I'm wondering for you, like what other projects do you look to for inspiration or people in the space that, that inspire what you're working on and your roadmap and how you'd like to see things go with Niftify? Um, right. This is quite a hard question because it's hard to keep up with so many projects popping out almost every day right now. But, um, you know, before coming to this podcast, I was also thinking about that. But this morning I saw a tweet from um, Sandy from Polygon. He said something like this. <clears throat> Two years ago, he said that Polygon is going to be in the top 20 projects. And they are now in the top 20. And they said he said that one day he will be in the top three. Right. So um, that is ambitions. And as a business owner, I think that to have a goal is a very important thing because now you know where you're going and to get there, what you need to do. So I think uh, that that is, uh, yes, I look up to uh, people and projects like that. Well, uh, you know, that's, <laughs> that's, that's really cool. Cause we, we have um, several folks from Polygon coming on the show in, in January. So we're, we're going to dive deeper into what they have cooking there's definitely been a lot of buzz about Polygon and, and what they're building. So um, you picked a good one there. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I think that at the end of the day, we on our own because um, everyone has a different path. And there's no um, books or anything out there 
that tell you that, hey, you just do this and then you'll be successful or you and you'll be in the top 10 or top three, whatever you you set yourself out there. So I think that we need just to have our own um, policy as well as to know clearly um, what we're building and stick to that. Well, uh, we're on an amazing path. It's a rocket ship, that's for sure. And uh, yeah, for anybody that hasn't checked it out, you got to get over there and uh, and play around. It's amazing. Hey, real quick, check this out. For those true fans who pay close attention to Edge of NFT, we're experimenting with some fun new rewards. You can get a free POAP NFT. That's a proof of participation NFT from us by going to our Discord, edgeofnft.com slash Discord, and reaching engagement level 6 by January 31. Log on now and get started. Go to edgeofnft.com slash Discord. Jump in, have fun, learn something, and get your free POAP NFT. There's only 50. Also, if you're the first to get one, we'll give you a shout out on the podcast. So look, we really appreciate uh, all the background on the company, the product, everything that got you there. But we wanted to take a step back for a minute and get your personal perspective on a couple of things. Let our listeners get to know you a little bit better. It's a segment that we call Edge Quick Hitters. And it's, again, just a fun, quick way to get to know you. There are 10 questions and we're looking for just a few words. Uh, You know, you can expand if you get the urge, but uh, we like to keep it relatively short. You ready to dive in on these? Yep. All right. Awesome. Let's do it. Question number one. What is the first thing you remember ever purchasing in your life? I think it's a watch. It's like the Chinese watch um, that, you know, uh, get broken every time it, it gets in the water. And it, I think it costed around like uh, 50 cents when I was a kid, like four years old or so, but it has all the, the cool looks and, and colors. So every week I would buy a new one. <laughs> that's, what <I> remember. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I don't think I've seen those. Um, that's neat. Any, any chance you still have um, one of those floating around? I don't know. I haven't seen that. Uh, and, and I think this will be uh, fun for our listeners out there because, you know, I, I was born in, um, and uh, grew up in Vietnam. So our culture will be uh, different. So my answers will also still be something that, oh, what is that for you guys? Definitely. You know, we love that. We love that. That's amazing. All right. Well, let's, let's keep rolling then. Question number two. What is the first thing you remember ever selling in your life? Selling. Um, so that is a cup fighter. I got it when it was tiny, still a baby, I think a few days old. Um, I got it from my grandparents. And then one of my brothers, um, they enjoy that. They do cup fighting. Uh, they still do. And um, I sold that to them. And I still remember that I used that money, uh, half of it, to uh, play video game uh, Contra. Mm-hmm. And then half of the money I used to uh, have 30 minutes of karaoke. <laughs> now those, that's a, quite a combination of things. Definitely a first for this show. Yes. Question number three. What is the most recent thing you purchased? That is um, two canvas that I bought for the dining room and the living room. Nice. Some art. Some art. Yes, some well, art. Well, what's, what, what style of art? Um, it's about cities. It's about places that uh, that I've been to or I've lived in. 
I was born in Vietnam, so I wanted to have something about my country. So I bought a very warm and cozy painting about a girl in the traditional uh, outside the costume, the white one with the cone head um, on a boat with a lot of lanterns on a river. Um, so that is in my dining room. And uh, the other one is about L.A. because I live in L.A. now. Um, all the palm trees and uh, and building and mountains and all that. So that is in my living room. The, the nice. two the two sides of of your your world and your identity. That's great. Yeah. Awesome. Question number four: What is the most recent thing you sold? Most recent thing um, that is a. Um, a muck cream wall hanging art that I made during COVID. Um, that is one of my um, therapies. Uh, when I have some free time, I learn how to do it. And I just, you know, got so into it. And I made a lot of it that I just realized that I don't want all of that. And that I look like a, um, I don't know, uh, my house looks like something that, you know, that's not really my style. Okay. Uh, so I put it out there and, um, you know, people bought it. That's awesome. That's awesome. And this was a physical, this is physical. <laughs> this is physical. Yes. I bought one. Of, uh, I sold one of those for $250. Wow. That was That's fun. Awesome. And, then, and then I gave back uh, $50 for the guy because, um, just feel like, Hey dude, uh, this is what, you know, I made just out of fun and money is not a thing for me. So <laughs> Hey, that's cool. Is there a digital equivalent floating around out there? Well, if uh, if you think that you can help me sell it, and <laughs> hey, we you can got the, split the prop- profit. You got one platform, we got another. I think uh, it might be a match made in heaven. Very cool. True, true, yes. Okay, well, let's move on then to question number five. What is your most prized possession? <clears throat> I think that is um, trust. Um, it's not a physical thing, but as I have been doing uh, business globally uh, before Vietnam, I moved to Japan and I lived in Japan for almost 10 years doing business with a lot of big companies. Um, so um, throughout those years, uh, what I learned um, and also from how my parents raised me um, to be a, a person that every single word you put out there, people listen to you and trust you because you believe in that, or at least you try to deliver that. Um, so I think that um, a friend told me about that the other day, that now you are so successful because now you have trust uh, among people. Um and I just thought about that and like, yes, you're right. You know, like, I feel like that is really my, um, my value. That's awesome. That's a, that's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. Question number six, if you could buy anything in the world, digital, physical service and experience that's currently for sale, what would that be? Uh, I think it would. I, I was thinking about two different things. Um, I've been always scared of the ocean, uh, even though I love just, you know, a uh, calm ocean being just swimming very close to the shore. Uh, I love that. However, I am very scared of the feeling of being deep under the water. Um, so if I could just uh, be so still and calm under the water, 
Well, I would love to know how that feels. So that's the experience number one. Uh, number two, also uh, an experience. I want to know what is an utmost uh, happily feeling feels like. Uh, could you could you repeat that one more time, please? What is an utmost happiness feeling ah, feels like? Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think Na- Navy SEAL training can get you number one. Um, <laughs> and you're, you're in LA. Coronado is not too far. You can go check that out. Uh, and number two, I don't know. That remains to be seen. Much more personal question. Okay. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Maybe uh, 1 million NFT stores on your uh, Niftify platform. That, that, that could, that could be, I mean, at that point you're, you're, you're shaping millions and millions of lives, right? Yes, I think so. I think that, again, you know, setting goals and then achieving goals is a great way to provide you um, that feeling, the happiness, for mm. sure. Yes. And uh, we do have that, uh, those kind of goals for 2022. There we go. Let's go. <laughs> Question number seven. If you could pass on one of your personality traits to the next generation, what would that be? Go for it. I think um, when I was, I still remember as a kid, um, I was born in a village in Vietnam and um, I went to a village school with normal friends around me who I um, grew up with. But then one day I saw my cousin who is a very smart kid and he went to a gifted school and he just sounded and he seemed to be a very smart and different kid to me. So I told my parents that, hey, um, I want to go to his school because I want to be like him. Um, so I just said that and my parents helped me, uh, with that, but it's been like that my whole life, uh, with my, um, choice of, um, a high school where I want, wanted to go, um, a college after that. And then after college, I just told my parents that, Hey, so, um, I learned Japanese at college and I want to use my Japanese, uh, in my uh, future job. And uh, I just admire and love the country. So I went to live there. Um, so bye. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's that's been my life. And uh, OK, let's um, I don't know what to do next. So I'm going to create a, a company um, and then I figure out how to make uh, it successful later. So just go for it. Just go for it. I love it. Yeah. Well, let's do the flip side then. Question eight. If you could eliminate one of your personality traits from the next generation, what would that be? Um, I don't know the answer for this one uh, because um, one of uh, my, um, how do you call it, um, ways of uh, living is um, try to become a better person every day. So even though I know and I'm conscious of a lot of personalities, a lot of sides in me that I'm not really a fan of. Um, for example, sometimes I get mad at something that, you know, later on when I look back, I'm like, oh, it's not really worth being angry or spending time that I don't feel peaceful or happy with. Um, then, um, you know, I have I have sides like that about me, but I think that um I try to be a better person every day. So even though, um, you know, I have 
bad trades or whatever you call it. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully tomorrow I'll be better at it. <laughs> right on. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work. Yeah. Get it? Okay, a little easier then. Question number nine. What did you do just before joining us on the podcast? Catching up with my team in Vietnam. Uh, around this time is uh, late morning in Vietnam, um, late um, night in mm. Vietnam. So, um, you know, I try to see uh, what was going on in Vietnam and Japan um, while I was sleeping last night um, and then try to talk uh, directly with some of the team members while they still awake. Right on. Yeah. Um, how, how, how big is that team, by the way? We have uh, 160 members in Hanoi right now. Yep. Wow. Amazing. Okay. Moving to the last question. Question 10. What are you going to do next after the podcast? Well, uh, I'm planning to go to uh, um, a testing uh, uh, a booth at the farmer's market to make sure that I got the COVID out of my system. <laughs> well, there you go. Important step to take. I'm glad you're feeling better and uh, on the up and up here. That was Edge Quick Hitters, thanks so much for playing along with us on that. I thought it was great to get to know you a little better. Um, and we really, you know, it's, it's just been amazing to have you on. And we want our audience to know how to follow you and everything you're working on that's so amazing. Like, where should we direct them? Um, yes, uh, our website is Niftify, N-F-T-I-F-Y dot network. Uh, we are on all social media channels, Twitter. Um, Telegram, Instagram. Uh, I am also on Twitter. I'm not very active. I'm trying to be more, uh, but you can just find us. Just uh, type in NFTIFY. We call it Niftify.network. You'll find us. Beautiful. And I think from uh, our earlier discussion, we may have a fun giveaway for our listeners as well. Nikita, do you want to give a little background on what you have in store? Yes, so we just created our own uh, mascot, uh, which is Ninawa. Uh, it's a fish, a unicorn fish. Uh, you can read about the story on our website. Uh, and we made it um, an NFT. And we have our own Ninawa NFT store, um, powered by Niftify, of course. Uh, so, yes, we are giving away 50 uh, Ninawa uh, for our listeners on this podcast. That's so cool. I appreciate it so much. And uh, so for the folks listening, just check out our socials. You'll hear all about it there, all the steps you need to take to, uh, to have the chance to win. So thank you so much for, for uh, the, the generous uh, offering. Is there anything fun about these NFTs that, that folks should know about besides just the concept sounds really amazing? Yes, uh, for sure. We are trying to create utility for the NFTs so that it will create more value for our holders. Um, the first one that you will benefit from is a free one month subscription from using Niftify platform in the future once our subscription plans are rolled out early next year. And uh, the rest remain secret for you to find out. We are creating more and more utility for the future. That sounds pretty exciting. 
So get pumped about that, folks, for sure. Okay, well, I think we have reached the outer limit at the edge of NFTs for today. So thanks for exploring with us. We've got space for more adventures on this starship. So invite your friends and recruit some cool strangers that will make this journey all so much better. How? Go to iTunes right now, rate us, say something awesome, then go to edgeofnft.com to dive further down the rabbit hole. And remember, we always invite you to co-create and build with us at Edge of NFT. We're unlocking a whole new way to connect and collaborate with us through our own NFT drops, Spirit Seeds, leading to the Living Tree NFTs, which will light the way to our event, NFT LA, a one-of-a-kind, immersive, unforgettable experience at LA Live in Los Angeles. Check it out at nftla.live and move quick on early bird tickets as they are live now and moving quickly. Lastly, be sure to tune in next time for more great NFT content. Thanks again for sharing this time with us today. Thank you for having me. Thank you, guys. The creators of Edge of NFT will be compensated to support the production costs associated with the program. We are very selective when deciding who to have on these shows, but we're learning as we go, just like you. The views expressed are for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only, and are not intended to serve as an endorsement or investment advice. You are urged to do your own research, as well as consult a reputable financial advisor before making any investment or purchase decision.